When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. America, you look like you need a holiday, a fair income holiday. In the land of wonder, the land down under. Now, there's a few things I've got to warn you about. Firstly, you're going to get wet. Because the place is surrounded by water. Oh, and you're going to have to learn to say good day. Because every day's a good day in Australia. G'day, Paul. G'day, love. Apart from that, no worries. You'll have the time of your life in Australia. Because we talk the same language. Although you lot do have a funny accent. Come on. Come and say good day. I'll slip an extra shrimp on the barbie for you. Come and say g'day. From the ashes of a controlled burn near Tomorong, Australia, it's Scraping the Vault. This is g'day. where I say more words that I don't know. What do we what do we do? Okay, first of all, who oh. am I? Oh, and we have Dan. Yes, I'm Dan. I hate the Beatles. And uh, who very else special guests we have back with us from way down under, the comedic duo, Sheila and Cheryl. Hi, Sheila and Cheryl. Welcome back. Good eye. Good eye. Indeed. And what do we do? Oh, we do uh, straight-to-video Disney sequels. Mm-hmm. Normally, we do mm-hmm. straight-to-video Disney sequels, just as a reminder to Sheila and Cheryl. Yeah. This time of year, however, we have a dealer's choice. Now, mine was, of mm. course, Year Without a Santa Claus. Right. Dan's then was Break Into Electric Boogaloo, which just came out a couple weeks ago. A very pleasant surprise, ladies. This it was a really fun him. episode. Hmm. Um, and Audrey has selected a musical, unfortunately, due to travel... Uh, conflict. She's actually in Australia at, at an improv show. Yeah. So you know, in her place, we have f- fan favorites, Sheila and Cheryl back with hey, us. Back fan stateside, favorites. right? Oh. Oh, you're surprised that we're fan favorites. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> 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 uh, you should see our booking fees. <laughs> I Still bet. waiting to be paid. That's right. We didn't. Uh, did we end up collecting all of those uh, shipments of M and M's. Do you know? I actually, I actually figured uh, rather than sending multiple more M and M's, and he should be arriving shortly. There's a company uh, around. There's a company that sends mascots of a green M and M. So basically, you're going to be oh. get, you're going to be getting a person in a giant One. green M and M. All the chocolate they. Well, can I eat them? You, you can't. I don't think it's real chocolate. It's just oh, a, you know, it's just Dan, a, mate. Yeah. Crikey. Yeah. And didn't, no, I won't even get into I'm it. Gonna take, I'm going to take some <laughs> trim off the barbie yeah. because of that. Oh, yeah. okay. So welcome mate. back. How have, how have things been? How has business, yeah. how's the improv scene going? Business. Business is good. We don't love talking business no. with our business partners or no. our legal team present, but ah. uh, we'll make an exception yeah. for the two of you. Oh, thank we love you. working with you guys. Yeah. Uh, we've thank made you. a dollar. Yeah, that's right. We made <laughs> good. a dollar. That's a lot, of, that's a lot of in, in improv. I think it's like is that a dollar. Net? Uh, yes, it's uh, a full dollar forty in, uh, I think, Aussie. Aussie, Aussie dollar. Aussie dollar. 
remember. Can't remember, can't remember right. what's worth more. Yeah. What how much? How much have you made in exposure? You know what? Prices. Well, I don't think any of your, yeah. you know, the last time we were on, we didn't have an Instagram, but now, mate. That's right. I believe Instagram. it was created while we recorded. <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. right. And it's remind us thing. what that Instagram Let's was. Let's it right now, mate. It's uh, hacky underscore slacks on Instagram. That's right. And if you want to Hacky underscore us, slacks. Um, oh. We'll figure out something <laughs> yeah, later. That's right. We're trying to raise funds, you see, to get back home. Um, <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> You've been stuck here for a long time, mate. It's what? been a Where minute. are you staying? Well, oh, you yeah, know, here and there. <laughs> local couches. Couch you surfing. Um, Do you share a beach? couch? Sometimes. Oh, you're sleeping on the beach? Yeah, well, you know. Is it a couch? A... Sounds like it's a couch on the beach. Good lumbar support. Hey. Maybe well, let me ask you this: <laughs> at, at, at any point on the beach, are there any clarinet players? Oh, oh I I, no, no, I haven't seen know. any clarinet. There have been no. fiddlers on roofs, though, which is a bit okay. Clarinetists <laughs> on odd. cliffs, never seen them. Never, fiddlers on roofs, never seen. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies: clarinet players on beaches is how this movie Xanadu opens. Right, mm. right. That was Mr. Gene Kelly. Technically, <laughs> technically, there was a tiny spaceship at the very beginning. That's yeah. true. <laughs> that looked <laughs> like a flying, yes. like it looked like a teacup upside down, like a legit Timit saucer. I down. was surprised. It was my first note. No. Yeah, I, I thought it's because uh, it was the 1950s kind of airplane, and then mm-hmm. it became the Concorde, which, as we all know, <laughs> they discontinued because it was too expensive to operate, and because it had uh, fatal crashes. Did we just hijack mm-hmm. this podcast? No, no, we were asked no, to be no, here. No, we you know, if you want to, I do. I do have. I do have a different theme song for you. Too, if you oh, want to just take over. I'm curious. Over. See, um, different theme song. Yeah, let's play. It's their at bat music. Oh, you know this song? There's an old Australian stockman lying dying. And he gets yep. himself up onto one elbow and he turns to his mates who are gathered around and he says, I don't, I don't know. Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch got it. That's got it. Jar your memory, sure. They're a dangerous breed, mate. I don't know. I think something happened in my chalk. Holding at the nap. Tiny kangaroo down sport. Tiny kangaroo down. This is a lullaby sport. Everybody knows this song. All right, well, I guess you guys know. Now, you know what? I think there's like trauma back there in my brain. Like a giant kangaroo is coming into vision. And yeah, I think you're triggering it was really a prophecy. Well, we, we apologize. We apologize. Well, it's okay. Yeah. I just, I, I feel bad now for, sure, for calling can. Jimmy out for not like, starting at the very beginning of the film. Oh, That's all. Well, no, it's okay. It, it, what I, we're not there yet, but I, what I kind of enjoyed about it was the universal logo, and then it kind of went back to mm-hmm. the OG plane flying around the world. Hey, okay. It went on way too long. A lot of this movie. The whole movie went on way too long. There was a lot of pacing issues. Yeah, it did set a tone. But by the way, Cheryl, I loved it when you moved close to the microphone. That was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot easier to hear you when you're near that microphone. No, you just got to get a little. Okay, just get really close. There we go. There we go. Oh, okay. Let's try again. My favorite part was when um, 
Rupert. Rupert was and one of the movie rapists. There's an old Australian stockman lying dying. And he gets himself up on one elbow and he turns to his mates who are gathered around and he says, I'm Cheryl. Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. They're a dangerous breed, mate. So watch me wallabies feed all together. When you get close to the microphone, that's when you use your big girl voice. I'll have you doing ASMR, mate. Anyway, okay. my favourite part of the movie was waking up to the clarinet cool. on the beach yeah. during sunrise. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. For Cheryl and Sheila. Good Do we do it? All right. Well, okay. Good job. Thanks. Well done. <laughs> so the, the movie is Xanadu. This was yeah. uh, our friend Audrey's choice. I don't know that it was her choice as much as it was us saying, it's either Xanadu or Showgirls. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> and me saying, two of a kind, two of a kind, which had a lot of similarities to this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some deity action. There's some uh, random love story. Scenes go on too long, et cetera. Um, mm. but- so I have, uh, rather than the history of what was going on at the time, I have uh, some notes about Xanadu houses, which is a thing that existed for a while. But Dan, is it at the time, as in like the 1940s musicals, the year this came out, or the year this was set in somewhere in the distant future? Or Uh, Times of Groman Gods? Well, that's the thing. Because this is such a uh, a, a, a pile of things. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead with a random association that my brain does, which is Xanadu Houses! Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Xanadu houses were a series of experimental homes built to showcase examples of computers and automation in the home in the United States. Now, here's what they did. They got giant balloons, and they blew them up. Is this up. a Tony Baxter idea? Uh, no, but I, I, I see why you might think it was. it was. They got giant balloons, blew them up, and then they... Sprayed polyurethane uh, insulation foam rather than concrete all that over sounds, them. It sounds kind of like the movie Up with the you know the sad A little bit, home. but it gets way creepier. So right. they had these giant balloons <laughs> to cover them with polyurethane, and then the balloon they, they would harden. The balloons would go away, and then all of a sudden you'd have these dome little buildings. So it was marketed as the home of the future. Now, this was a big deal in Kissimmee, Florida, because they just opened up Epcot Center. It was totally a Tony Baxter idea. Yeah. And, well, that's the thing. Tony Baxter, not a weird sex pervert kind of guy, as far as we know. But uh, they started to get into this idea of home automation and how it can... uh, basically, there's circular beds with domes that come down over them and a lot of weird, weird, creepy stuff. Xanadu houses no longer exist, Aww. and that's probably for a good reason. Asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, I probably for the listener, mm-hmm. I think we should explain why Sheila and Cheryl are here with this episode. And it's because of their current grieving of Olivia and John. That's yes. right. She's right. Like, National treasure. Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, she was the uh, Princess Diana of Australia. Yes. Who did exactly. you know? It's. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like talking about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Or would you prefer that we say that 
Princess Diana was the Olivia, Olivia oh. Newton John. That's Peter. Owen J. Owen J. One of them was royalty. The other one was princess. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, well, I'd like to give a, for our listener. I'd like to give an overview of this film. Before you do, um, I don't have a trailer, but I do oh. have I do have a video tour oh, of Xanadu home tours oh, please. with the cosmic symbols. This oh. is a group of people in Sedona who have taken the Xanadu home concept and run with it. This sounds very Australian. This is the Great Central Sun crop circle on the Violet Dome, creating power for all the other symbols. Yes, of course. Hi, we're in the Violet Dome. The Violet Blue Dome, and I we're going upstairs to the healing Who doesn't area. Love and oh. on this dome is the great central. This is in Sedona, center. by the way. It's I just need to re- reiterate. It's in Arizona. Yeah, <laughs> Sedona has a cosmic consciousness on the purple dome, and we just love the energy it creates cosmic in the great room. We don't talk about the, the brown dome. dome, and this was a purple dome. And we have happy with us, and we also have a symbol painted on this dome called Cosmic Consciousness. And it really powers this dome with love. (laughs) Hi, we're in the dining room dome. For those of you who don't uh, know what Sedona is about, you are kind of listening to what Sedona is about. What about the Nook Dome? Very beautiful place. A lot of uh, spiritual vortexes. Mm-hmm. So come and have dinner with us. I would say this is the symbol for cosmic consciousness, and it charges pure positive houses. Xanadu just sounds like an Australian term. Like, do you didgeridoo or do you Xanadu? We didgeridoo all the time, mate, but it's private. And Xanadu is a little bit more social. It's all public. It's like the... It's a word like the... It's a group of people have sex. What's it called? Oh, an orgy. orgy. Oh, in Australia, that's a Xanadu? Yeah, that's right. Xanadu. Oh. In Xanadu, you know, it's just a pleasure dome. Duh. Got it. Oh, Duh. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is something that would happen in Sedona. They have all the Xanadus in their pleasure domes. <laughs> you ever heard that Frankie Goes to Hollywood song? Yeah? Yeah. Which one? Xanadu. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pleasure dome. Welcome to the pleasure dome. Pleasure dome. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. also yeah. the album of the probably only album that they put out. As far as it's I a know. great song. Love that one. So right? Xanadu in this version, not the orgy version they use in Australia, is a 1980 American musical fantasy film written by Richard Christian Danis and Mark Reed Rubel Danis. and directed by Robert Greenwald. Sounds like the word <laughs> anus. <laughs> it does. It does sound like a thing, doesn't it? Maybe it's Danus. I don't know. Anyway, the film stars Olivia, Olivia Newton-John, Michael Beck, and Gene Kelly in his final film role. This movie's so oh, bad it killed him. Oh, no! <laughs> he was the best part of the movie. He was. Oh, my God. There are... There are part, that that That's, whole fantasy scene with him really dancing. Sweet. Oh my god, it was okay. gorgeous! I loved it. Which one? Because right. he danced a few times. Well, well, that's fair. You know, I I had issues with the first one, but we can get to that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. I had a, two favorite parts. We'll get to them. All right, we'll get to it. Uh, the The title is a reference to the nightclub in the film, which takes its name from Xanadu, the summer capital of Kublai Khan, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yuan <laughs> Dynasty Wait. in China. The city appears in Kublai Khan by Samuel Taylor uh, Coleridge in an 1816 poem that is quoted in the film. Yes. So it's Kublai Khan's summer capital, Xanadu. Did, did this poet also write the poem Ithaca? 
Mm. Are you thinking of Heimer? Didn't hold on. No, 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 no. Let me just. I just. <laughs> you do I just don't think it's very boring, but go on, you do it. I don't know that you have Google in Australia. I don't no, know. No, we get it here. You though. Probably have uh, Bing. Ask, probably ask Jeeves. <laughs> yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> she's got that. He's like a butler. Ithaca is a poem just by. Like a butler. Get this name, Constantine P. Cavafy. That's the freaking awesome. Unless that's a pen yeah. name, I don't know. <laughs> Xanadu, the film, was released in the United States on August 8th, 1980 by Universal Pictures. A box office disappointment, it earned negative critical <laughs> reviews and was an inspiration, <laughs> along with Can't Stop the Music, for the creation of the Golden Raspberry Awards. This film. Wait a minute. You're telling, <laughs> you're telling me that this movie that I watched with so many sets, so yeah. many sets that oh they built full-on extra sets just for a single moment in a in a in a scene that's a scene uh yeah he's talking about the one where money no no sure didn't (laughs) uh but it helped create the golden raspberry awards to recognize the worst films of the year despite the lackluster performance of the film the soundtrack album became a huge commercial success around the world including australia and was certified double platinum I figured it comes in the mail with samples of Tide. (laughs) Double platinum in the United States. The song Magic, Dan's favorite, was it is it is legitimately, and I don't care what anyone no, it's a great song. I love it. It is legitimately one of it's probably if I had to compile a list of my top, it was definitely in top fifty all time favorite songs by anyone. Probably further up if I had to think more about it. So it was a number one hit. Which one it was in the film. Could you believe we are made? Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah. It, it played several times. It was good. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Also, by the way, this song right. is more musically complex than you might Breaking think. Breaking two. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, what it what it's doing chord structure wise is really fascinating because it like. It starts off with the the tonic, and it like hangs out in some minors, and then and then goes to it. Just it's. I watched. I I looked at the structure of this, like the chord structure. It is not a normal pop song at all, and the it, it, it not plays a with movie at all. It, <laughs> not at all. But like this one, it really it it it's, it goes back and forth between minor and major keys in a way that like I hear that. massages your brain, and it's yeah. wonderful. Xanadu does that a little bit too, doesn't it? I just looked this up the other day. Sorry, what was that? Like Mixolydian and and Lydian. It's probably yeah, it's probably doing that kind of stuff. Very cool. Um, this film has since become a cult classic for the way it mixes the storyline from an old-fashioned 1940s fantasy with modern aesthetics, featuring late 1970s and early 1980s rock and pop music on the soundtrack as well for the fans of Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I don't know so, if yeah, I um, that, but it's good. <laughs> I'd watch it again with no a large, way. Oh, with a huge group of friends and some uh yeah. maybe Jimmy's. some mushrooms. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I when think... you watch it, there's a drinking game I'd like to introduce to you. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. It's gay. Take Let's a shot go. or drink every time Olivia Newton John fades in or away. Oh, oh god. Did, yeah. That's good. Every time Screen legend Gene Kelly is forced to wear something especially ridiculous. Oh, yes. you, you mean like when uh, when the Wheelers from uh, 
Hold on. When the Wheelers from Return of Oz dressed Gene Kelly up as a pimp from the 80s? That's right. That's <laughs> that right. That was the That's most w- an example. sequence. Yeah. Wait, we're not done. Uh, take a drink every time Sonny's co-worker is a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that's Simpson, the, yeah. the owner hey, guy. the boss. Take a drink every time Gene Kelly plays the clarinet. Also good. And this is what's going to put you over the top. Double shot. If there's a cheesy transition between scenes. <laughs> so the name of this game is alcohol poisoning. That's right. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's fun. Um, all right. Are you ready to, I, I have an article last time we recorded, you guys weren't here, but I, um, I found an article about break into electric boogaloo. The name of that article was, I watched this on purpose, which I believe should be the subtitle of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this one is called Xanadu 1980. Awfully good. By mm. Jason Adams from August 13th, 2022. Can you think of why he wrote this article? <laughs> August 13th, 2022. Oh, oh yeah. after that pacing. Because he was afraid that Olivia Newton-John would show up at his door and bust his teeth in with her roller skates, right? <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's so much roller skating so in this movie. <laughs> and, and is Xanadu a roller skate rink? No, like, no it's just skipping ahead. But, like, I will say... <laughs> If you There's read the, the description, the yeah, like if you read the description okay. of the film, like oh, okay, She's full disclosure, I, I jumped in. I did not read the description on Amazon Prime when that's it told fine. me what it was. I read hard. it afterward, and I was like, wow, that's the whole movie, right? There. right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, could you explain? Because I don't know what I have just watched, well, other than <laughs> that, I'm positive Cocaine was the co-producer. <laughs> that could that could explain like, most like, of it. There were many questions, but like I I don't want to spoil it until like we get to those questions. Okay, so. okay. Well, okay. let me. I'm going to help uh, elaborate. Okay. So the, the first the first line of this uh, awfully good article by Jason Adams is there a plot? <laughs> <laughs> a mu- yeah. And then he writes, "A muse from the heavens comes to Earth to better our world." <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait. So how about this? In, with with none of us looking at any of our notes, okay. What was the plot? <laughs> guy, okay, I'll go first. Uh, guy who paints things, and apparently he's like the best painter. The best, yeah. <laughs> or sorry, the too fastest. Good. Too yeah, good. he's too good. He's too best. good. He's too good. He's so good that his boss is angry with him. Yeah, because he just needs so to. Good. He doesn't make. Doesn't want to make it look too good. He wants right. to make it look like the album cover. Oh yeah, he, that's right. He does. He he does paintings of album covers for yeah. music record stores. stores so yeah. far, the only Love thing in this movie that actually makes sense. That's correct. <laughs> and, well, and it doesn't even make sense anymore. I guess large scale printing wasn't a thing then. So no, I guess in no, the seventies, that was, that was an actual thing. People actually, look. yeah, people actually did that. So he gets. Uh, Sexually, he gets assaulted by Olivia Newton. Sure <laughs> well, no, first, no, I don't want to go through this because we're going to end up going yeah, through the whole yeah, damn plot. Yeah, okay, well, yeah. Um, yeah. So, That's what I was saying. I was like, what well, did they change the format of the podcast? It no. feels different. Yeah. <laughs> right, I'm to see if it could be done. This, this is his. Well, I could do it because I'm intimately familiar with it. Because having just watched it ahead and having read this article. Yeah. A muse from the heavens comes to, to Earth to better our world by, checks notes, Helping a struggling artist and an elderly rich man achieve their <laughs> newfound dream of opening up a roller disco. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was never said. Yeah, it roller really... disco was never said once in the film. No, for no. the record, no, it was, a it club. was implied. Yeah, uh, and and 
we're kind of glossing over the <laughs> very long opening number, which is everything. You're glossing I over think explaining <laughs> <laughs> where they come from. Well, they come they, from a painting you know, on a in a wall. And it's strange. Which, it's it's and, a male vocalist singing "I'm Alive," but they're all female dancers. Like, why weren't they singing the I think song? The saying girls are saying, "Well, so we can go this route. It's fine. I don't have to read the article, but <laughs> but this this does in fact cover the whole movie. Okay, it's up well, to you. So, I, and I believe that that was Electric Light Orchestra. That was it the, is in fact right? Electric yes. Light Orchestra. It's it's an orchestra of electric light. That is this movie is an orchestra of electric light. That's beautiful, Jimmy. You should write poetry. Xanadu is a legendarily bad movie for many reasons. Razzie's creator, John J.B. Wilson, hated it so much that it led him to invent an official award show to celebrate the worst films of the year. It also has the designation of being screen legend Gene Kelly's final film before his death. (laughs) A rainbow-colored pimple on the ass of a renowned career. (laughs) (laughs) But perhaps worst of all, Xanadu's critical and commercial failure all but killed the blossoming career of Grease breakout star Olivia Newton-John, tarnishing Hollywood's idea of her as a leading lady. Even with all that weight on its sparkly shoulders, Xanadu is not without its charms. I actually reviewed this movie for Awfully Good back in 2008, and my younger disco-hating self called it my personal version of hell. Bad music and Michael Beck on skates. Yeah, it's 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 a mess. And it's, the the thing that I found very interesting about the aesthetic of this is that like it was all done at a time when those like late seventies like there there's this look to late seventies horror movies that is very distinct. Like the camera, the lighting, and the all the, everything is. It this looks like a late late seventies horror movie. It looks basically. like all of Olivia Newton John's clothes are trying to eat her, which is kind of <laughs> scary. If you which think is possible. About it. Yeah. And did you count the number of costume changes? Oh, she, had a she must have had fifteen. I mean, she had five outfits in the last know, song it alone. All of them. None of them were good. <laughs> no. Well, there were a couple that were somewhere. That's right. This is an this is an Olivia Newton John Elvis movie. Kinda. Huh? Yeah. So she's just – my takeaway was just high level. She's not a good actress. She's not like, terrible, but she's like, not, not. She's, We need to leave immediately. I'm so sorry. Send, them, send more m and Send more m and I'm sorry. Don't say that about <laughs> I Zana did. I'm so sorry. Jimmy. I'm so sorry. She's beautiful and a great singer. That's right. I will but, say yeah. she's one of the – She, she delivers noise. one of the better performances in this movie. How about that? Sure. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Because she doesn't say anything. Like, she has very little dialogue. Um, but, but I think my point is that it, it was not easy. She did not portray the fact that she wasn't supposed to or never had fallen in love before. Like, it was a very fast transition from don't touch me to, all right, I'm in love now. Absolutely. I think what we've learned from this movie is that there is a certain number of kisses that happen before love happens. <laughs> That's, That's right. True. Well, the one that she gives him when she assaults him on the mm-hmm. beach, but we're not mm-hmm. there yet. All right. He goes on to say, <laughs> yeah, I won't, skipping ahead. I won't pretend it's I a diamond. I think we're going to be doing the, that a lot. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I won't pretend it's a diamond in the rough. Des- um, desperately in need of reevaluation. 
Xanadu is terrible, laughable, and deserving of the spot on the all-time worst list. But watching it now, it's a little easier to appreciate some of the fun and all the colorful uh, corniness. With the unending parade of garish outfits, cheesy songs by Electric Light Orchestra, and general 80s goofiness, it's like a time capsule of bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and you you kind of have to respect with confidence the confidence with which it skates headfirst into it, uh. all with an upbeat al- attitude. Yeah, At the very least, fact, uh, it's not Australia. hard to see why this has developed a devoted cult following. We we do get around on roller skates quite often. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's I figured you did. <laughs> the uh, and then he says, "There's a picture of Gene Kelly on the beach." Says, "You know you're in for a treat when a movie opens with Gene Kelly lounging at the beach playing the clarinet as the sun <laughs> gloriously rises." Oh, by the way, you say you uh, use roller skates to get around everywhere. Right. Good news, and I don't want to spoil anything for you, but <gasps> there's there's something called. Uh, Inline skates that are probably going to be making oh, it your coming. way in about 15 years. Or so. They're kind of like ice skates, but yeah. with wheels. So yes. you ha- everyone has to skate in, in the line? line. Like, no, the skates are – the no. wheels are in line of each other. Right. It's like, like, a, like, a, like an ice skate, like you have but to with keep wheels. Your but with no ice. You have to keep your feet one in front of the other. That doesn't you could, but skate. that's not really the idea. I mean – Hmm. It's a good way I'll to turn. I'll stick with more yeah. my derby skates. Thanks, yeah, Mike. derby skates. Derby. Uh, all right, me? so Xanadu. No, I'm just trying to learn the accent. It's, I, uh, it's a really hard accent to do, especially yeah. to stay consistent with. Oh. <laughs> okay. Just a lot of practice, mate. You'll get it. <laughs> Thank you. It was oh, nailed no, the I... American accent. Yeah. Yeah. Can we hear your? What's your American? Do we, accent? Wait, did we do your American accent last time? I don't think I'm... so. I okay. Do you have? So. Do you have American accents? Do, you're not going to offend us. Here we go. Okay. No. <clears throat> Here she goes. Watch this. What's up? I'm from California. <laughs> That's How pretty good. Right? That was so Beautiful. good. That's pretty good. All right. Beautiful. My turn. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'll use my credit card. Yeah, that was good. Wow. That was really good. That was impressive. <laughs> that voice Francis sounded says familiar. Like every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't just place it. Going yeah, to bed, fine. she's like, "I'll use my credit card." <laughs> what should when I'm practicing my Australian accent? What should be my trigger, my entry into it, like the credit card thing? Yeah, a lot of people say uh, it's like you're talking about soy sauce. Yeah. Soy. So when we say we're soy excited, you're just saying soy sauce. Uh, like, soy, I'm soy, soy excited. Soy excited. Soy excited. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. You're a little nasally, but. <laughs> Edlock all the way, well, mate. Hey, I was born with it. Um, Xanadu gets right into it, introducing us to the starving artist Sonny, played by Michael Beck, who you may recognize from the Warriors and Did awfully not. good classic Megaforce. Nope. Mm. Never heard of it, mate. Sonny is frustrated. Well, it'll it'll come to Australia soon. Yeah. This <laughs> this this movie kind of took took out the career of everyone involved. It sure did, <laughs> including Gene Kelly. God rest his soul. Sonny <laughs> oh, is frustrated at his lack of success and new ideas, and he t- tears up his work in frustration and tosses the pieces out the window, which get blown by the wind across town to a painted mural. Of what I didn't know until I read this, painted mural of various muses from Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Of course, the sheer power of Sonny's 
still uh what is it Stif- stifled talent stifled yeah. talent brings the muses to life in neon glow as they dance to elo before running off in trails of colored light back to the heavens she's like mary poppins by the way it just recurred so this me. this entire movie is powered by the magic of the lead character being frustrated by a thing yeah it's like mary poppins this mm-hmm. is a modern day mary poppins <laughs> All of them. Modern day. Okay. Well, at the time. Modern 1980 day. Yeah. At the time, this is a retelling of Mary Poppins. All of them, (laughs) except Olivia Newton-John's Kira, who roller skates away, finds Sonny on the street, kisses him, and vanishes. Mm-hmm. Well, that was yep. very high-tech technology. I just want to say I'm that. sure at the time. Well, it I felt very impressed. Epcot, the whole thing. Sure. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it did. I, I just, women. it's interesting. It's interesting that the, uh, it's just that whole sequence is so, I mean, I don't, it's weird. And I don't mean that the weird is not always bad, Could but it is in this leave? case. <laughs> this is how author Jason Adams describes it, Dan. It's yeah. like a day glow fever dream that perfectly sets up what's to come in the remaining 90 minutes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. It, it's <laughs> I, I have to say, I really enjoyed it. I liked the music. I liked the dancing. I thought Olivia Newton-John's appearance is very lovely. I don't know that she's a dancer so much. But to me, to me, it feels like – so I have a couple just high-level notes about that. It's like if a middle school theater department put on a show designed for a cruise ship audience on a way too high budget. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, don't think any, I don't think any of the choreography is that special in this movie. Okay. I'm just gonna put no, it, it was simple. And I think that these are not – I think – well, Gene Kelly's obviously a dancer, but he's mm-hmm. in his, what, 70s at this point. Is he point. a clarinet player too, though? I think so. I think they're just highlighting his talent because why would you choose a clarinet unless Gene Kelly plays a why, clarinet? Why did they choose anything in this movie, Jimmy? Because I mean, they, <laughs> you just, you're, okay. you're proving my point. Why yeah, they maybe. chose it because that person was good at that thing, you know? Possibly. I think it's also a clumsy way to give him a reason to be into like big band stuff. Kind of like sure. when the, the guy, the guy, Shows Sonny a picture of his daughters. He's like, "You're single, right?" That's to let oh, us know. That that, yeah, that was a great moment. That was a great moment. That was oh, so funny. That down. <laughs> let me show you my daughters. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Hey, check this one out. <laughs> Look at and the cans on her. A starving artist, perfect for my it's daughters. Just like some right. random guy on the street that he's like, he knows, and he's like, "What? You're single? What? Here, well, he is the best part. Like the wallet with the photos." <laughs> he like, is he oh. is the fastest painter so that, that he is i mean oh, and, yeah, and jimmy mentioned epcot i feel like yeah <laughs> oh no that's what i'll look for in a man <laughs> cheryl's just like let's get this <laughs> over with as best as possible yeah that's my first question <laughs> Me, i like to slow down and take in a little bit of the <laughs> landscape you know when you're you painting <laughs> she's a bob ross type that's right uh. Happy trees. Paint, paint me like one of your rush jobs. <laughs> you like those slow strokes, do you? Oh. And Jimmy, you mentioned Epcot. I feel like anyone who romanticizes like the early version of Epcot, uh, which I mean, there's a lot to romanticize, but there were other things. And you need to watch this movie to understand 
like the more <laughs> incoherent parts and how it felt. <laughs> yeah, some but of it felt like any sense done. Dreamfinder's <laughs> tunnel. Yeah, it, it wasn't just Dreamfinder's tunnel. It was also weird dancing man on top of a computer that like five people watched and like yeah. threw things at. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to get to the whole scene with Zeus and like the Tron, like laser light floor. <laughs> that was, we're never going to make it. We're never going to no. make it. Never All right. Sonny right. ditches his day job of painting album covers for a record company and sets out <laughs> to find his mysterious stalker. Along the way, he befriends Gene Kelly's Danny. Oh, by the way, what we didn't say is the album cover that he is now meant to, paint has her picture on it has olivia newton john's picture so he goes to the guy who like commissioned the thing he's like i don't know i didn't pay her so she's not doesn't exist and then she goes he goes to the guy who took the picture i don't know as she just wasn't in any of the pictures and then when i when i you know like did them all made them into images shoot Ever. That's right. So, this movie bizarre. is very horny. And then, yes. In the scene where he's telling his coworkers about the random kiss, it was such strange dialogue, and I half expected one of them to start saying, "Well, oh, well, oh, well, oh. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more." You know, totally. Also, another way, the, the, the you know clumsy exposition, how we find out that Sonny is attractive to the people in this movie is that when he borrows a bike from oh, yeah. the two ladies, he see, they, they say, only if you bring it back. Yeah. that's mm-hmm. And he gives them popcorn, to be fair. That's true. Oh, um, tried. <laughs> he looked a lot. There were moments where he looked like Heath Ledger. Oh, yeah, you're right. I could see that. There's a lot of Heath, Le- Heath Ledger in him, so I can understand it. Um, all right. So along the way, he, he befriends Gene Kelly's Danny, a rich, eccentric old man who spends his days playing clarinet on the beach for some reason. They don't make they hit it off like they used to. It's rot. <laughs> uh, they certainly don't. What a stupid line. <laughs> he did say that. He did say that, didn't he? Hope you don't they want don't a little new time like music, kid. <laughs> Terrible. They hit it off, but Sonny also abandons him as soon as he spots Kira. He finally finds her skating alone in a, dis- a dilapidated old nightclub. Yes. And despite her being cryptic and weird about who she is and where she comes from, he immediately falls in love with her. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> because she's Olivia Newton John. Well, and by yeah. the way, Dan, speaking of homages to Disney, that's like, that's Hollywood Studios' entrance and California Adventure. Yeah, that, that building. It's very 1920s, 1930s Hollywood. Uh, very, yeah, uh, but yeah, it, if there's any just getting homage going on, it's yeah. in the reverse. <laughs> You're just getting Art Deco in Sydney? Yeah, yeah it's real popular right now. <laughs> Love it. Super big fans. So you're just 100 years behind? <laughs> Give or take. I feel like it's variable. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, what did you say, Dan, before? Oh, I was just going to say that if there is an homage happening, it's it's in reverse because this came out in 1980. Right, exactly. So, Turns out Danny has been looking for the perfect place to open his dream music venue. And at Kira's behest, Sonny suggests the abandoned club would be perfect. The two of them simultaneously picture their perfect nightclub hotspot, which, by the way, I loved. I really like the transition of the 80s rock and the classic and how they come together at the end of the song. And it, it becomes one. Cool. It was, it was, it was like a, it was like was a Barry Manilow. It's basically like a Barry Manilow song about music come to life. That's I don't want to go backwards, but like there's okay. one major, but I'm going to. There's like <laughs> one major Please problem Please I do. noticed with this 
film is that oh there is no no safety considered whatsoever like None of the oh. skaters were wearing helmets. Yeah. He fully was <laughs> on his roller skates, That's right. holding on to the back of a van going at least 35 oh, miles per hour. <laughs> so Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future. Oh, my God. So well, here's the thing. They didn't, they didn't have safety in the 80s. Oh, interesting. I don't think seatbelts were a thing until, like, the nineties where you had to wear a seatbelt. When you had huh. to yeah, when you had to yeah. wear one. And people didn't definitely have them. put up a stink. No, yeah. they had them. They no, I mean I'm out. talking like in the sixties and stuff. I don't think they even had seatbelts in every seat. They named mm-hmm. the lead actress Kira and I knew two Kiras growing up and they were both bitches. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, was just a bit the Kira <laughs> the Kiwi. Oh no, that's not right. That's New Zealand. Sorry. Yeah. How dare you, Jimmy? Don't I'm uh, over two you, on this. Jimmy. I want to apologize for Jimmy's racism. Thank I'm you. Sorry. Thank you so much, Thank Dan. You, Dan. I knew I lost so, and yeah. Actually, while we're having this moment, I think it's a good time for a commercial break. <laughs> Oh, oh I wonder if M and M's are going to be delivered. I, possibly, oh, they, I the, the giant M and M man could be delivered <laughs> as while we're waiting. Both the beat up timing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty-four-seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. In about 30 seconds, I'm going to be enjoying this. Famous Foster's. Try it next time you're having a beer. Of course, you can't actually drink in commercials. That's fair enough. This is one taste that's worth waiting for. How long to go, mate? Five seconds, Paul. Four, three, two, fade to black. Foster's. It's Australian for beer, mate. And oh, it's in loop mode. That's good. All right. Yeah, love we Fosters. love Foster's. We love yeah. Foster's. Australian for beer. We're waiting for huh? our own, huh? um, you know. Tuesday's Wednesday. Sponsors. Sponsors. Tuesday is Wednesday. Can anybody explain that to me? <laughs> oh, it's just like double please, think. Please, you know, your boss, mate. 1984. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that the boss ever said it. He did. No, it was he said, like, oh, oh, dear. So when what? he like call, when he goes at the end, he's like Tuesday's Wednesday, man, and like walks what out. Are you like saying? yeah, the boss like what? Uh, this I movie feels. That. This movie feels like it. It had at least I want to say roughly fifteen million drafts. Oh, and I have I, more. I have more on that. Man. Oh, good. Okay. Not surprise you. Yeah. And okay. I feel like that was in one of the drafts or in one of the edits. It's it's somewhere. I don't think there was a draft. <laughs> this is the eighties, man. I think there was a. What do they call that? A uh, a, a, a not a feature. A, a there's there's a weird a, a treatment. They, it was a treatment. Right. There, yeah, there, there's a treatment next to a mirror on a table with a white powder with on white top. Powder, exactly. <laughs> and a little bit of acid. And fair. a grapefruit for no apparent reason. Yeah. Okay. Did you notice that on no, the boss's where? desk? Oh, no. It's like a globular yellowish fruit. It's like a grapefruit. It's just there. <laughs> Go back and look. I swear it. I don't remember. I don't Where want was to this? watch this movie. Is this again. in the in the paint in shop? In the paint shop. In Simpsons office. Or? In Simpsons oh. office. There's a grapefruit on his desk. Gotta have fruit Not on a desk. 
I guess. So. All right. So, so back to the, the thing. This is what he describes when they simultaneously picture their perfect nightclub hotspot. For Danny, it's a classic big band jazz club, while Sonny sees it as a glitzy, over-the-top rock palace. And their two visions slowly come together <laughs> in a completely nonsensical, nightmarish musical number when drugged out, crotch-thrusting rock performers are yeah. forced to perform with a number of very confused jazz musicians. Yep. Apparently, this is exactly what Danny had been dreaming of, and he immediately wants to be business partners in a multi-million dollar deal venture with a young, broke artist with no job experience that he's known for two days. They just... But he is the fastest painter. <laughs> and then, you know, it was not And he's like, got an eye. Yeah, he's got an eye. And you know what he... In that whole scene, I've got to say, they just take over this building. They don't purchase it from anybody. No, that they don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That whole montage of the bands yeah. and the music, you know, it's not Yeah, that's there. a good point. There's no skates. There's no skating no, whatsoever. No sk- that's true. That <laughs> is a, a rare a moment in this film. Rots, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess rots. so, but here's the thing, that he couldn't get into the building when he's when he's trying to oh, find dancing Olivia Breaking and Newton. entering. But somehow they were able to get in no with Gene Kelly. Sign. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, he owns it, and he forgot. Maybe because he's rich. I actually have an explanation <laughs> for forgot. all of this movie, but I, I want to. I, I I should wait till the end. <laughs> but <laughs> there's a way that this all makes sense. Okay, I want to hear it at the end. Okay, Let's keep going. In a cruel twist of fate, we also discover that Kira is the same muse Danny had in his youth as a jazz clarinetist. But when she left him, causing him to give up his artistic dreams for a lucrative job in business, <laughs> in a rather sad <laughs> sequence, Danny remembers his young life and dances with the ghost of her memory. This is what I like. I like Gene you Kelly dancing <laughs> in a ballroom scene with Olivia Newton-John. I, it just That's what movie musicals used to be. Mm-hmm. And I think what the okay. movie makers are saying, hey, that's what it used to be. Here's a modern version of that. And they didn't do a good job, but still, <laughs> that's the idea. No, I was literally, lo- that no. is 38 minutes into the film, and I said, what the f- if am I watching, mate? Like, I don't know. It was, I think it was 38 I, I see what in. they were going for, and I'm kind of with Jimmy. Like, I thought it was very sweet, but my problem was that Olivia Newton-John doesn't really have that 1950s, 1940s sound Look. to her voice. Or sound, and good point. The- Dancing. Are you hating on? I'm just <laughs> being critical, you know. Oh, right? Well, she uh, she does have a definite register that is unique. Yeah. It's just more poppy, and uh, the I wish they had done the sequence in like the darkened old room instead of like a brightly lit ballroom. You know, ballroom. Okay, Jay Belly. It was just so empty. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was too flatly lit and not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was a little strange. It was boring. It was just, I got really bored in that part. But I, I did wouldn't like be surprised. Dancing. That was one. I would. I like that. I would not be surprised if this entire segment and scene, everything about it, was how we get Gene Kelly in this movie. Hundred like, percent contractually. Hundred oh. percent. Where he was just okay. like, okay, but I need this moment in this movie. Like, I'll direct it. I'll. This is, yeah, this is what I do. Yeah, like this is, I, I'm Gene Walken. Kelly. Having to dance in every movie. Oh. Here. Let's do a remake of this with Christopher Walken. Or The Rock. <laughs> please, no. The Rock can only be in movies that have happy endings. Did you know? No, is I didn't that, know. Did you is know that, that for real? Is that his contract? Like that. Are you yeah. implying that The Rock should be in the remake of this? Ooh. Absolutely. Yes, let's test him. I'm sure he could do roller skates. Sure. Bjork I'm is here. I'm thinking of all his movies now. <laughs> Bjork. 
Um, <laughs> so, so the muse that Danny had, the her Kiri, Kira, his Kira, appears again to Danny and recites the poem Jimmy, Kubla okay? Khan by, by Samuel Taylor Coleridge and convinces him to call the club Xanadu. That's where the name comes from, from the poem. Uh, it sounds like here, this is it, Dan. It sounds like <laughs> they just made a lot of this up as they went along. And a number of cast and crew say that's exactly what happened on set every day. <laughs> he writes, my favorite story from production details how producer Joel Silver actually kidnapped one of the writers and locked him in a hotel room for three days until he was happier with the script. Oh, I hope Silver was a gun. No, probably was. It's coked up 80s. Silver spectred him. Yeah. Silver was fired and then later rehired on the project. That might explain. <laughs> of course. Might explain why Xanadu doesn't have much in the way of story or plot. Yeah. The characters, doesn't, the really characters doesn't. all meet each other. Kira inspires them to open a club and they do just that. Yep. Fabulous. Yeah. And the entire movie could just be the last scene and i think sure. everyone will be happy and it'd still be too long <laughs> yeah. well because like you get everything in there everything that is the the essence of the movie is in that scene it looks good it's like it's all right there this this movie the whole t- it's funny we did this movie after breaking two yeah it, was, it felt it's like, very reminiscent it, of it well it's almost like the inverse of breaking two where oh, it's like yeah. same kind of like idea and i feel like exactly opposite production situation where like break into is this, you know, plucky, you know, movie that could, where this one's just like, we have a bajillion dollars. We need to burn it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's fair. But, but I think and you're right, but it feels like the same kind of movie where it's just dance sequence that goes into dance sequence. with a little bit of plot in between, but this one, not fun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's kind of, well, I think, the if I had seen this movie when I was just discovering like synthy reverby <laughs> nonsense and cocaine at the Lots tender of age of ten years old, just like yeah. Asher, um, I uh, Asher is naked. He's, he's oh, is he here? Is he no, sleeping? He's, he's not. He's not. Too <laughs> he's, much purple stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's very very sleepy. Um, no, there's. Like the production quality, all of it, it's, there's, there's something to it that if I had discovered this movie at that point in my life, I would have been like, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. Look at all the smoke and all the, everything, all the effects and like lasers. Oh my God. But then like, you know, (laughs) it's just not good. (laughs) I liked it. Um, all right. So he goes on. The rest of the movie is just a nonstop series of increasingly ridiculous musical numbers. There's Kira and Danny tap dancing as ghosts from the 1940s. Kira and Sonny skating through the world's cheapest soundstage in an epic fashion (laughs) montage where they force Gene Kelly to wear some truly ridiculous 80s outfits as creepy mannequins come to life and dance around him. So insane. Including one they only describe as an androgynous goth spider. Yes, (laughs) uh, that spider was scary, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, vaguely recall this. Um, the, did you guys notice the palm trees in that one set while they were dancing around in the wind? The palm trees that suddenly get boners? <laughs> what? 
Yes. Name That's name. what I was thinking. I was like, this is <laughs> definitely a euphemism for something. I, I missed that. Yeah, so stupid. Oh, the, but the best one, hell, there's even a random animated segment from Legendary Don Bluth. Oh, my Bluth. God. I completely I forgot say. about Don that. Bluth. Oh, that animation was incredible. Here's it the thing. I, so I forgot strange. about that. I watched it yesterday, and I forgot about that until you mentioned it now. And I had seen this movie before, and I forgot that that existed. <laughs> it's yeah. so it's so out of place that it is. your memory just rejects it. It's like, no, nope, that's good. <laughs> so, yeah, he says, a random animated segment from Legendary Don Bluth, where Sonny and Kira turn into various horny animals and try to resist banging each other on screen. Horny it's a very horny movie. Fish to, to human with bird, and then both human. Yep. And then you get the glitz glam montage, which was right. one of my favorite parts of the movie. I wrote a hundred underline, underline, underline. Cheryl, pinball machine. On the side, likes to collect vintage clothing. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You strike me as a vintage clothing type person. Yeah, do you see the? You hear the buttons on my shirt. I'm wearing a cravat, <laughs> even as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't wrong. this cartoon seems random even for this movie and it's all because elo was mad that the song don't walk away didn't make it into the final film so the studio just shoehorned it in via animation because it was cheaper and easier than doing reshoots with the cast oh my god that animation is a pretty good representation of six and uh xanadu's in Australia. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. A lot, a lot of teasing and a lot of like fish. Leave the keys at the bowl. We're having a Xanadu tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, if we, I mean, the next part, like, I just, like, well, one thing, I think it's great. He drives a Woody. Sonny drives a Woody. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, in the Glitz and Glam montage, um, that's he a new car some, in Australia, I think. Um, it is. Yeah. No, yeah, brand new. Real hot. Good uh, <laughs> yeah, but like Gene Kelly does wears all these incredible outfits. Like, no, you got a glitz and glam, glitz and glam. We're gonna find if you're gonna open his club. And what does he settle on, guys? He settles on the classic tuxedo, like the stuff he wore yeah. back in the day. Like, no glitz, no, no glam. I mean, it's classic, but it's like after like, that whole montage where he's like a pimpy, like. He reveals what his first look. He, he literally appears between two women's legs. <laughs> oh, that's right. What, what was the thing? He was wearing a suit, and this is when uh, Sonny tells him he can't do it because Kira's gone. He's wearing a suit with an open shirt, and he's wearing one of those neck things. Yeah. What ascot. is that called? An ascot. An ascot. That's right. Yeah. He's wearing an ascot. It's very Gene Kelly. Yeah, there really yeah. is no growth in this movie at no, all. Not at all. <laughs> The, just, the, the even, only even, conflict is with Zeus and Sonny for a minute. Well, the yeah. I think the main con even then the main conflict in the movie is can we have Big Band and Rock in the same place? That is the thesis statement. <laughs> I think that's all. That's I it. think that's it. And with roller Zeus, skates with the Zeus thing. It's just well, if you ask nicely, <laughs> well, you're in a movie. Yeah, because time doesn't mean anything to them. It's either a moment or eternity he can't remember. But nothing holds a candle to the finale where they celebrate opening night at the titular club. What? What? No, you're skipping over like a whole... Well, I'm just reading an article. Okay, I was just going to say like my other big favorite part of the film that I thought was super clever... Go for it. ...was when 
Uh, Kira revealed that she was a muse. Yeah, that, oh, that was, was huge cool. and super fun. Well, we, yeah, we talked about muses before. We should have stopped. I'm sorry. But it's um, the reveal. That, goes that the was the reveal. Yeah, I didn't know until that point in the film that, that she was a muse and that she was the daughter of Zeus. Yeah. And then she's like, look, no, listen, watch, turn the TV on. And then oh, all of a sudden right. the TV's talking to her. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Since you've been here last, I've gotten a lot lazier. <laughs> yeah, clearly, mate. I was like, we're going to go through every scene, and Jimmy's over here, oh, like, man. breezing through. But yeah, no. This, if it's not a Disney movie, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it doesn't get the same intention. Well, because that's not what the podcast is about. No, I, but you're right. So true. what happens is dictionary. she's like, yeah, I'm a muse. What? Here's the dictionary. Look up muse. And he starts reading the dictionary definition and then she changes it and it says, do you believe me now, Sonny? And it's like, how did you do that? And then she turns on the TV by magic. It's a horror movie. That's right. <laughs> and, and there's an old black and white, you know, you're thinking Cary Grant and he's being held up on the roof and then the actors start to talk to him and then she's in the movie. And then so that that's what convinces him that she's a muse. Or she could have just played the entire opening sequence because that makes it abundantly clear what's sure. going on. Oh, yeah, the dancing <laughs> out of the mural. See? See, look, I'm coming out of this mural. Um, but, yeah, so that, that's that's an interesting scene, I guess. Do you believe we are magic? But, but the, the, the thing that would probably have gotten you there is that she's very clearly the same person that Gene Kelly was in love with. Yeah. There's all kinds of foreshadowing with that and the right. one love and – don't let oh, it go. And no. have you guys so, seen the musical Nine, which is also about yeah, I know it. I haven't seen it. I know the I music. I've seen it. <laughs> are you, I'm <laughs> sorry. Are you saying nine? Are you no. saying nine or none? Nine. None. Is it none? None. Or nine. None. The one, none. Two, three, none. Four, yeah. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, okay. Nine. Nine. Okay. I haven't seen nine. nonsense. I haven't seen the none either. Nine. But no. You just, yeah. Nine oh, Guido's song is a great, great song. Guido's Nine. song. Yeah. Oh, oh somebody there. You want to get in? Get it in. Uh, what was at the door? Uh, is a man dressed in a female <laughs> green M and M costume. Yeah. Always in the female sexy. one. Yeah. <laughs> we all know that green M and M is female. Yeah. Uh, Quick, tried tell to Tucker a, Carlson. <laughs> I tried to take a bite out of him. Well, I hope um, I hope he's ask, acting sexy because I. That's right. I mean, he's like, oh, um, you could do better, mate. Look, like, just like <laughs> lean into your hips a little more. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a bit, a bit weird. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why okay. we invited him in. Um, kind of awkward. <laughs> it's a bit cold. Is he just going to say you're welcome? The rest of the show? <laughs> yeah, we told him to be quiet. Yeah, just. Okay. <laughs> Did he bring M Ms with him? You know, he's kind of like, yeah, he's not feeding them to me, which is a little upsetting, but he is like dropping them over be. his head. I'll feed them to you. Okay. Okay, please I do. do. Love, I'm surprised. Like, I mean, yeah, the floor's carpet, so you can't hear them hitting the floor, but oh, okay. they are. I feel like that's wasteful. The floor now. It's a real mess. He's trying to be sexy. Give him a break. That's your payment. Yeah, I could see he's like, he's humping the, he's the trying edge of the couch. Hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. I'm going to need yeah. to clean that later. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. Am I attracted to candy now? No, no. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Uh, all right. So, but nothing holds a candle to the finale where they celebrate opening night at the titular club. I have no idea how to describe the sheer lunacy you will witness here. There are juggling mimes, karate mm-hmm. masters, of punk course. rockers, yep. flight attendants, Duh. mafia bosses, and okay. circus performers all in roller skates and all <laughs> dancing and chanting, yeah. Xanadu, 
Xanadu, yeah. as if they were in the world's weirdest cult. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I wrote down. I wrote, I wrote down cult club slash, well, yeah, it's it a cult club. It doesn't feel like it's on beat either, you know, the clapping no, and the doesn't. stomping. And, um, Mambo, it's also, it Mambo, go. <laughs> makes me think of like a Macy's, the inside of a Macy's, like the different levels bit. and it, stuff. It's a department store feel for you know sure. What, yeah. You know what wasn't there what? in that final scene? What wasn't there? A big band or a rock band. That's right. <laughs> Neither That's of true. those things. That's true. Neither of those things were there. Lots That's of exactly di- lots how of, we yeah. envisioned it. <laughs> That's right. Well, this is the 80s. They just piped it in. Right. It's, it's so, again, no growth is happening in this movie yeah. at, no, all. No, and, at all. Uh, and it's also, by the way, you know, a couple years after disco is no longer relevant or cool. So. That's right. They're all just dancing to themselves, like chanting. So yes. Weird. Xanadu. Xanadu. And that's before Kira makes her big appearance, at which point she leads the crowd in an even more confusing musical number oh, involving Midwestern tap dancers, tiger-clad <laughs> glam rockers, yep. and fringy cowgirls until she achieves her final form as being a pure disco light and makes everyone disappear. Yes. yes. Right. All Olivia John showed up. That's, I think yes, that's they did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They were all the muses, all the sisters. She's one of nine. They Olivia Newton-John... <laughs> sings all the music it's every much, era yeah. every style it's yeah really what well, he sings I, I don't know if that's the actor singing on the duet there's a couple of duets where also, the boy sings i don't know if that's I him hate actually to singing do this it. again to you jimmy but like you sure. skipped over another big part <laughs> <laughs> where sunny literally skates into a wall he yeah. like oh, takes a massive right. chance well, and he skates true. into a wall I actually enjoyed that scene. I wondered if that's what he was going to do because he's kind of skating away and he's thinking about it. And then he goes across the street. And I thought that at that point he was going to skate away and give up. But he turned around. He skated at that wall. Yeah. And he, yeah. it was, like, again, modern Mary Poppins goes into the painting. I'm just right. saying. He successfully Wiley Coyote'd himself. He, yeah. <laughs> so, so the mural is is the nine muses. <laughs> And it's and, not good. It's and not this, a good. Well, it's, it's, good. it's very oh, reminiscent right. of the it's of the fine. cover art of the movie, right? It kind of reminiscent mm, of the, the logo of the album. So it, yeah. it's like it's the muses, and behind all the big marble columns of the, of Zeus's palace, and then he goes through the mural, and instead of being a marble palace in the sky, it is a grid like Tron laser light <laughs> floor. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. It's the '80s. <laughs> Where ONJ appears, you know, with her laser outline, and then he Slutty ends up being in this like costume. <laughs> yeah, he ends up in this like black kind of void, and then yeah. Zeus puts a bunch of uh, spinning white lights around him that he can't escape, like of Zod course. and the Superman. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so that's that scene, and then he I argues with Zeus, mm-hmm. says, "I'm in love with her," and he says, "I don't give a shit." And then, yeah. oh, he um, says, oh, no, then his wife pipes in. And then his wife goes like, eh. Oh, yeah, we oh, have the remember nagging wife Mortal trope. history class? Mortal history class. Oh, mortal history class. That's right. Because <laughs> they don't know what feelings are, right? They're just right. gods. They don't have feelings. Yeah. But then mm. she, after he gets it banished back to Earth, she sings a solo, which is in the like the least interesting music video you've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> it, it's basically, it, it, it reminds me of like... When we were in high school theater, mm-hmm. every once in a while, 
there would need to be a transition where they're like changing the set pieces and they would uh. like, okay, let's just have the lead go out in front of the curtain and yeah. sing their song. And it's like a last minute decision yep. where they're like, we're going to, surely we're going to come up with something. We're going to come with something. They're like, <laughs> all right, just stand in front of the curtain and sing and like sway and your hips on you. yeah. and emote yeah. with your hands. You've just, I don't know what to do. The You're just song? a good singer at this point. So. Yeah. <laughs> the song is, just... is kind of like, uh, how do I? <laughs> Forgettable. No, no, no. <laughs> what I thought about while I was listening to ONJ singing is she's singing suspend me in time, which is exactly what this movie has done for her as mm-hmm. a person. You know, she's suspended in time in, an in film, mm-hmm. in the song as an it actress. did suspend her career too. I was going to say, she should have been called suspend my career. God, she's you passed on. And that's, a, that's a bit sad, you know, that she's not here with us anymore, but she's suspended me her name. in uh, Tron world. Greek yeah. mythology. Yeah. So. Seriously, you should go see two of a kind. It was, it was an attempt. <laughs> um, so this entire sequence is scientifically speaking, utterly bonkers, <laughs> <laughs> but at least it gives us Olivia Newton, John and a gold jumpsuit, an image that will forever be burned in my mind. That was in reference to the last scene. Yeah. yeah. Right. Not the Tron scene. It was, like, it was no. a nice jumpsuit. I noticed it. It Final paragraph. Showed, it was better for her figure. Everything else made her look That's just true. frumpy. Right. A little frumpy. Yeah. That's a good point. I it, I it made you wonder, did she have a good figure? I don't know. <laughs> sure. I'm she's smoking. Did you ever see the movie Grace? Well, that's true. And that yeah, and this was only two years later. So and she was 32, by the way, when she made this. She did not look 32. Uh her eyes 50. were kind of crazy. Um <laughs> I'm joking. So final paragraph, and then we can go back, uh, Cheryl, to anything you want to talk okay, about. Okay, thank you. I think you hit it Even if you <laughs> despise every other element of this movie, that's the one reason to watch Xanadu, Olivia Newton-John, which is why you two are here. Right. With her effervescent smile and constant neon glow, she is the literal highlight of the film and makes the most out of every very thin, nebulous character. <laughs> Kira is a whimsical, fun, and captivating to watch. Even when everything else on screen is exploding in disco nonsense, that ability to make such a big impact in her work, no matter the quality or infrequency, is a big reason why Olivia Newton-John is still so beloved by audiences and why she will be missed. I feel like that article was definitely an assignment by someone where they're like, hey, you, you, you're into bad movies. Olivia Newton-John just died. You need to write some sort of article that connects to Xanadu and Olivia Newton-John. And by his own admission, he had already reviewed the thing in 2008. So I think this might have been a a redo in that last paragraph as an adder from the 2008 article. I I will agree with him. Olivia Newton-John is the highlight of the movie. Agreed. But she... What about what about It's okay. You can you can tear up. It's okay. No, no, no. Say okay, <laughs> Sheila, I just feel Why am I blanking on his name sure. right now? It's a safe space. Gene Which one, Kelly. Gene no, Kelly. Gene Kelly. Him and her t- are the two best parts, but I'd both agree. of them have to work so hard to be so charming because the rest of the movie is fighting against them at all times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, all true. right, we're gonna give you three lines of dialogue and do with that what you will, and they really do act the pants off of them. Yeah, yeah she has a, a very lovely smile, and Gene Kelly is very charming. Oh, and I, I feel like best actor in the film. Yeah, certainly. And I feel like Gene Kelly probably knew as it was as this movie was being made. He probably <laughs> knew 
to be like, yeah, no, you don't need to put me in this scene. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be out on the beach with my clarinet. Do you, you don't need to write me into that. Remember towards the end of the movie when Gene Kelly's on the phone and uh, what's his face and Olivia Newton-John are just dancing to him talking <laughs> on the phone? Yeah. yeah. And, like the music had stopped oh, and they're just slow dancing in the corner. And, Why? and then Gene Kelly and his old worker from the – his coworker from the paint store there yeah. and they're talking about them. Oh, wouldn't it be nice to have that kind of love and whatever? Cause they're just so in love. A certain yeah. number of kisses. You can get there. That's right. <laughs> and then Gene Kelly's like, I got this. You two go home. And then that's when she tells him he's, she's amused. And then she disappears again. Right. People. And also, then the rest. I noticed nobody gets time. Correct. In the movie. Like <laughs> Tuesday's tell- Wednesday, Tuesday's Wednesday. Uh, Gene Kelly tells, the young guy, Danny. Is it Danny? What's his no, name? Danny is Gene Sonny. Kelly. Sonny is the Sonny, other guy. right. He tells Sonny to put some parking lot signs up, and it takes him literally two <laughs> seconds. Oh, 30 <laughs> seconds max. <laughs> Not With help. In the movie, yes. It's like it would take 30 seconds just to leave that building. It's so that massive. That building is so massive. It would and have taken him, yeah. The, the scene back in the painting studio earlier in the film where the – Simmons. The boss says five minutes. Five minutes. Be in my office in five hey. minutes. If it's and six, keep walking. The women, yeah. but the woman in the yeah. office, three and a half. Coworker, she's like the worst clock ever. She's like, it's right. been three minutes. And it's like, it's been 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not going up there. It's been, now it's only four minutes I'm left. Like, what? No, I'm not going to go up three and a half. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. But he made it up in time. Ones. Don't worry. Yeah. And the grapefruit. And the grapefruit. So, guys, uh, that's Xanadu, unless you have something else to cover with it. Um, I, 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 before. I was going to talk about beer, so go ahead. So, this isn't a competition, I realize, but using what we, what we, what. A standard we use uh, for uh, the Supreme Resort break in two and Xanadu Ah. (laughs) right next to each other. Which one do you watch? Which one do you ride? Oh, I didn't Which see one the other ride? one. I didn't see the first one. Well, I'll just pretend that I was. Part <laughs> well, you of probably the listened to the episode. episode. I did, and but you boy, didn't see the movie. That other host on the show, what a dork! <laughs> um. She's a delight, though. <laughs> She's very funny, a lovely woman. So, uh, uh, I would go with Xanadu. I would really. Too. I would. Oh. And now I get what you're saying, Dan. It, it it depends on the if I'm with a group of friends and we're having fun. I'll do yeah. It's breaking too. <laughs> if okay. I'm gonna, yeah. If if I'm gonna watch a movie by myself, it's Xanadu. Simply because of <laughs> Olivia Newton John and how charming she is, and it's short. I paid four dollars to rent that film. And I only <laughs> I lost two. Two. <laughs> well, it's Australian. Oh, that's right. For <laughs> Australian, for Australian. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Oh, but they're in America. She just said. They've been stuck there. They probably uh, brought their laser disc with them. (laughs) Wait, which one was it? Laser disc or Amazon? I went to the last blockbuster in in Texas, and I rented it. There's there's a TV show about that. To take it back later. (laughs) Right, don't get those late fees. (laughs) Pesky late fees. You can stop Um, dancing now, mate. Yeah, he's getting it's he's getting sweaty. Weird. He's really sweaty. <laughs> so sweaty. The sweat's going 
It's permeating It'll melt through in your the hand. costume. Yeah. Not yeah, in we're your don't clean up the chocolate on the floor later. You can lick that up if you want. <laughs> He's rolling Ooh. in the chocolate. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's melting under him. Oh, my God. It does it's smell creepy. nice, though. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, all right. So when we watch this film together, or you, listener, when you're watching this film, go ahead and grab a delightful, aromatic, fruity, and vibrant psychedelic blonde. Ooh, nice. A psychedelic blonde is uh, 5% alcohol by volume, 13 IBUs. Psychedelic blonde is an easily a crowd favorite. Upon drinking, you immediately taste the fruity flavor coming from the different hops we use in brewing this beer. It's an amazing thirst quencher and the perfect afternoon drink. And it's best paired with, spoilers, (laughs) poultry, fish, and salads. So... Now, Audrey normally uh, gives us a food pairing. I've teed it up for you in case you weren't prepared for that, taking her role. But what are we going to eat while we watch this movie? Yes, what classic Australian dishes would go with this? Shrimp, obviously. Shrimp, obviously. Soy sauce. It's got to be Olivia's favorite food, right? which we all know is a a, a classic classic Foster's beer with Vegemite on top of a slab of salmon. Salmon. A salmon salad. And a blue Slab of salmon. Yeah, and a blooming onion. Blooming onion. Oh yeah, that's delicious. Rest of soul, rest soul. Is it served with the with the headband on the side? <laughs> yes, yeah. So it comes with it. She she has her own her own line of headbands. Yes, line of headbands. Yeah. <laughs> What's it called? The headband or the mm-hmm. side? Yeah, the, the line dish. of headbands. Oh, the line of headbands. Oh, and the exclusives. Uh, Olivia Newton. John's headbands. Oh, isn't Exclusive. isn't John? That's a that's a term, right? Is it Olivia Newton's John? <laughs> John I is dare, like a term for anything. Dare you. That's dare like you. a that's oh, like a name for a pimp. It's the name. Well, hold for on, a pimp. no, she but she did she did have a toilet, so she, she was. Oh, could be. Olivia Newton? How dare John? you? How dare, dare you? And it, and it flushed. Oh, you're no longer the favorite man. Jimmy's the favorite now. Get out of here. That's how they serve the dinner. Is it as toilet? Is Olivia Newton? Dare you? Dare you? This is a cultural. Oh, this was a whole lovely experience until this man. Lovely experience. Well, okay. So I want to send the 60m bit. Once, once again, I have to apologize for Jimmy's racism against both of you. Thank you. But I maybe you said it was a cultural assault. I have. A cultural uh, assault of a good kind. I usually do music, um, and I want to uh, play for you some uh, some classic. <laughs> you're on thin ice. <laughs> so, no, no, you're gonna love this because I'm gonna okay. play some classic Australian uh, musicians. Okay, and Careful. I would like We're listening. <laughs> yeah, I want you to just share some of your thoughts and. Memories and ideas of okay. you know Don't trigger me listening now. to this music growing up. So this first one is uh, NXS. Need you tonight? Oh, yes, hundred percent yes. I grew up listening to this. Yeah, yeah. my parents had it on CD. Are they Australian? They are Australian as it gets. 
Uh, wait, are you asking if NXS is Australian or her yeah. parents? <laughs> yeah, NXS is Australian. <laughs> Kick was a good album. Kick. Kick is a great album. The only band I know for sure is Aussie is Minute Work. Because of they're my favorite. And oh, yeah. who I only listen to exclusively to Minute Work. So. I, love them. I love them at Work. Cheryl's got, I've got a broader musical taste than Cheryl does. I'll just okay. Oh, perfect. Okay, so here's here's another one. Uh, you got uh, Air Supply. Yeah, perfect. Love it. Classic. Mm-hmm. This is Even the Nights Are Better. This could be an Olivia Newton-John song. Oh, uh, definitely. Now, I'm, I would imagine that this was played at like, Maybe I, I mean I don't know. It could be I've never been to Australia. Is this like, is it's a classic here? Is it a classic there? Also, oh, cool. it's it's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of Australia. Okay. They play this in the car wash. They do. The car wash. <laughs> Every the, car wash. Yeah. On the, <laughs> it's just to keep people calm because you yeah. know car washes can be a little bit scary. There's a lot of noise. Well, and, right. I'm sure a lot of people are, are nervous that the woody will absorb all the water and then they have to explain to them how sealant works. And right. ACDC is an Australian band. That's right. We call yeah. it Akadaka. As, as is uh, the Bee Gees, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, the Hold next on. movie. Great we should have hair. them come back. We should have them come back to do like a Bee Gees movie. A Bee Gees movie. Is there a Bee Gees movie? The Bee Gees movie. Well, like, they did the soundtrack. Like like I, uh, Saturday Night Fever or something. I, I watched know. one of their films, the music video films recently. This is uh, Crowded House. Don't dream it's over. Yes, perfect. No. Crowded House plays a lot of uh, county fairs. Here now, do they play county fairs in Australia as well? We call, or? Them, uh, we call them fairs. Yeah, we just oh, fairs. That's right. Well, because it's one, it's all one county. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, fair. provinces, province right. fairs, provincial fair. <laughs> all right, now this one, I'm sure I this one needs no introduction. It, I'm sure you can just share with me. All I have is the title. Just want to be up, but I'm sure you know the, the band. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> what is the name of the band? I had to guess. It's probably. I know it's not. Um, Akadaka. <laughs> no, it's not Akadaka. It's for sure not um, Tame and Paula. Eminem guy is getting way into this. <laughs> He's feeling it, man. Wait, that's what we needed this whole time. Oh, I forgot. It's on the tip of my tongue, though. He's all excited now, mate. Wow, you're really getting into that chocolate, dude. <laughs> this is nuts. The chocolate, I mean. I feel like he's... Chantuzies. It's the Chantuzies. 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 Oh, Chantuzies. 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 You almost had it. Yeah, so close. So, so and I, just, I just realized there's, an, there's another Australian link. Olivia Newton-John was in the movie Grease. Mm-hmm. The theme song for Greece, Greece is the word, was written by, by the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Sung by Frankie Valley of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Oh, oh my god. Seasons. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Sure. Australia is like uh, Kevin Bacon of, of uh movies, <laughs> except not Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon of scraping the fault. Yes. Uh like 
what happened to the guys that made this movie? Did they make any other movies? <laughs> that is an excellent question. <laughs> kind of like the Breaking Two guys. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? I don't. I didn't look it up. Let's see. Like they're like, we killed Gene Kelly. We can't do anything. Oh, else. yeah, totally. Okay, so what are the what are our predictions? I'm going to predict that these the people who made this movie are actually still making movies. All right, Robert Greenwald is the director. Let's see. Let's see. Robert him. Greenwald. No, I think per, like the the producers are still making. Oh, ooh. Walmart, high cost of whatever. Outfox. He's making a liberal-ish documentaries now. Oh, who the um, That's Robert Greenwald. Robert Greenwald. Let's see. His latest film is. Oh, he's directed thirty-one things. Wow. The last cool. thing he did was racially charged America's misdemeanor problem. Oh boy. Um yeah, there's one on the Koch brothers. Uh-huh. The real so, McCain. I don't know. The, if oh, the real Rudy. There's a movie <laughs> called The Real Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yeah. Um Rudy. Walmart, the high cost of low price. You guys will get Walmart soon. <laughs> no, we, I, I hope so. We got. We just got the so Kmart. So Lawrence Lawrence Gordon, the producer, he made Prey recently. That is a that's a like Prey, like I'm not like Prey. I'm gonna eat you. The other one, I'm gonna eat you. It's it's an American science fiction film in the Predator franchise. So he's doing okay. He oh, made the remake him. of Hellboy that came out recently. That'll get to <laughs> your neck of the woods in about 30 years. Okay. He was the producer of Watchmen. Yeah, this guy's doing fine. Watchmen. I read the graphic novel for that. It's pretty great. Yeah, they, they will eventually make it into a movie. Yeah, the writers, cool. not so much. The last <laughs> movie the writer did was 1987. Alan Moore. What movie? Well, now I have to look it up. O'Hara. O'Hara. Made about a yeah, TV show. you just stopped show. writing. <laughs> so this is the that. movie that killed the careers of everybody except the people on the top. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, That's man. it. Yeah. There's some like, right. I mean, also one. The last thing I wrote on my notes was tight rope split. Yeah. Oh gone. yeah. What that was that about? And then impressive. Olivia Newton-John like reaches across the guy's crotch for yeah, something. I don't know. But well, there's a lot of talented performers and like sure. some really sure. young there was like one kid i noticed he was like probably 16 yeah the there dancing. were definitely some very young looking skaters <laughs> I was like, he's on his <laughs> that's on his resume somewhere xanadu, <laughs> xanadu. 16 years old <laughs> skater <laughs> possibly the only person probably the only on his thing. resume oh that's true. <laughs> probably the only thing on his resume um yeah so that's xanadu guys it's a, a little bit of a shorter episode today yeah. Wanted to respect your time. I know it's very late for you. Thank your you. your your body clock is middle Sleep of the night. Off. Right. Even though you've been in America for a while, you're yeah, just trying to just maintain. Cannot adjust, mate. Yeah. So, well, Jad- here's some information about Australians: is they they do not ne- they never get over jet lag. They oh, they've ever. got genetically a problem it's in their with, blood. Yeah, so that we're always on Australian time. That's right. No matter how long yeah. we've been in the US. Well, well we I would appreciate- imagine when you're that far away from like most other things, like it's just over time, evolution wise, like you just developed what? that. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever yeah. put in that that pump that 
circulates the toilet water backwards. The other way? <laughs> yeah, you know it's what? Couldn't well, figure it out. Couldn't figure it out. No. Had to snip it. We're not plumbers. No. <laughs> Didn't want to pay I'm just glad one. we got that joke in. We got two different versions of that joke in. <laughs> what was the first? I missed it. I, I mentioned that Olivia Newton's John. Uh, oh, go oh dear. Got it. I missed Toilet it. Humor. Very they high brow. <laughs> Dan, are you sure you don't have any kids? <laughs> <laughs> None that I know of. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Well, Sheila and Cheryl, thank you again for joining us. We hope you come Absolutely. back for another film. Perhaps something unrelated to Australia. I don't know. Perhaps. Or maybe Rescuers Down Under. Ooh, oh, that's that's cool. Cool. That'd be fun. That would be fun. Classic. Yeah. Hey. Let's do it. Or something with Hugh Jackman in it. Oh, every Hugh Jackman. Every Hugh Jackman movie. Jackman. We'll do, or, or we could review the the, the other recent Broadway run of The Music Man starring Hugh Jackman. Actually, if Kangaroo Jack ha- has a sequel, then that's right in our wheel. Okay. Oh, or wait a minute. Oklahoma. Crocodile Dundee Crocodile Dundee <laughs> goes to Los Angeles. How Oklahoma. much more straight to video can you get? <laughs> uh, good. I do would like to say that this movie, when I heard we were doing this one, I had to check and I said, Sheila, are they talking about this one with ONJ that has 33% on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> I'm surprised it's that high. That's the one. That's the one. one. Um, Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, Listener, thank you for listening. Make sure you listen to other shows on our network. That's uh, Ears Up Podcast Network. Ears Up. Ears Up In Depth. We should have worn our ears, mate. The Supreme Resort, which we had a classic release just yesterday or last week, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, already a lot of listens from just 24 hours. Uh, it was uh, an episode I don't remember. Uh, institutes. Oh, the uh, the institutes, guys. It <laughs> just if you think that's a stretch, wait till March. Um, <laughs> and then we have uh, the Puny Pod is the new Marvel podcast. The Bantha Milk podcast is about uh, Star Wars. And then there's of course scraping the vault. We uh, listen for next time uh, when Audrey will be back. We just released an episode that is our third most downloaded episode of the month. Wow. Which was Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Oh, We've spoken a little bit. I think these these movies well complement each other and also contrast each other equally well. Um, and contact us. I'm Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com. Dan at earsup-podcast.com. And then Sheila and Cheryl, you can, you can reach them on Instagram at... Hacky underscore slacks. Hacky underscore slacks at Instagram.com. Reach out to them there. We have a show. Oh, that's right. If we have any San Diego listeners. Oh, this might come out after the show, mate. Oh, well. (laughs) It's coming out on the 30th of January. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, damn. If someone builds a time machine, go ahead and promote it. (laughs) Okay. The show is Sunday the 29th. I'm walking that improv. So if you get it out a day before the show, mate, that'd be very, very clutch. Yes, this we say back in Canberra. Clutch. Actually, I will. I actually will have to get this done early so we can do that. All right. Fabulous. I can commit to releasing it. Um, all right, so that's the show. Also, rate and review us. We have not gotten a review in a little bit, but uh, please rate and review the show on your favorite podcast catcher app. 
And Sheila and Cheryl, I know that you're fairly new to this, but we always close the episode by oh, wait, saying... Jimmy, what, what about uh, concierge? What's going on there? <gasps> oh, I have to cook a cruise for somebody. Oh, thank you, you, you for reminding two? me. You get, get two? two. There, I'm booking a couple of cruises for a family. It's unrelated to Disney. I will book your cruise for you. And uh, having a follow-up dinner with a client wants to Eminem take us out loving this song. <laughs> really Why is he removing it. some? I don't know. I'm into <laughs> it. Is he a stripper, Dan? I, I Dan, where did you hire this for? Like, this is uh, pretty special. You, you know, you've stepped up your game, mate. I appreciate ladies, it. Ladies, if you want to do anything... but... <laughs> If you guys want to take any trips, you can call 856 Our Ears, concierge.com, Sheila Cheryl. If you want to get back to Australia on a ship, on a cruise ship, <laughs> help us. Help us. <laughs> oh, you have to get home. Oh, well, you, you have sounds a dollar. Like, sounds dingo. like you're holding them hostage when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get home, you have to call. <laughs> Book a trip with concierge. Anyway, that's it, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Sheila Cheryl and Dan. And until next time, be kind, be kind and, and rewind. All over Australia, our baby health centers, clinics and day nurseries are doing wonderful work for young mothers and young Australians. Here is a typical scene at a baby health center. Here are the mothers with their children, all seeking and about to get friendly and expert advice. Perhaps young Johnny here cries too much at night, keeps dad, mum and the neighbours awake. Whatever can mum do about it? Or Susie has hives. Is it because of something she ate? What's the best thing to put on those spots? Young Albert, all of a sudden, he doesn't like his milk anymore. He spills it, pushes it away and just picks at his food, too. This is Albert's first visit here, and his mother is worried. He has never done anything like that before. Let's listen in on this conversation. We may get some good advice. Yes, that sometimes happens with children. Now, I suggest you mix a little Vegemite in with his milk, and give him Vegemite spread on bread and butter. Most children adore Vegemite, and it's good for them from the age of five months, or even younger. That sister was right. Albert's got his appetite back with a vengeance. And see how he laps up his milk now. Vegemite is recommended so highly for children because it is rich in vitamin B1, which stimulates the appetite, vitamin B2, which is essential for sturdy growth, and niacin, the antipelagric factor for clear, healthy skin. Yes, Vegemite is a great food and so tasty. Not only for the kiddies, but for all your family. And remember, Vegemite is not only tastier, but it costs less. So always ask for Vegemite, made by Kraft.